For a lot of people, the holidays are the most magical time of the year. And one could argue that there's no other place more magical than New York City during this time. From the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree to the elaborate window displays at stores like Macy's and Saks Fifth Avenue, the city is bursting with holiday spirit. Hi, I'm George Bodarki, and this is Cityscape. Photographer Betsy Pinover Schiff captures the distinctive and unexpected ways Christmas time is celebrated in the city in her new book, Tis the Season New York. Betsy spent the six weeks between Thanksgiving and New Year's photographing all five boroughs. Her book includes over 160 pages of photographs taken mostly at night. Some of the locations are extremely recognizable, while others are a little less traveled by. In a moment, we'll sit down with Betsy to hear all about her project. But first, Cityscape producer Fiona Shea hit the streets to talk to folks about what they love most about the city during the bustling holiday season. My favorite thing about Christmas in New York City is everything. It is my childhood dream come true. It's so magical, especially the ice skating under the Rockefeller tree. I just like uh, the spirit in the air and just like how happy people get and like getting into like family. The display at Saks Fifth Avenue, see the lights on Fifth Avenue, um, Macy's window display. I love the lights. Very pretty twinkling lights. It's magical. I come down to uh, Manhattan at Christmas because my favorite thing is the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. The winds, the cold winds and the snow, which makes it amazing. My favorite thing about Christmas is the kindness of all the people that gather here. I like to visit St. Patrick's Cathedral. Ice skating with friends and family. I'm a big person when it comes to ice skating. You'll always find me at the rink uh, anywhere throughout the city. And uh, it's just cool to see everybody together uh, finally (laughs) for the one time of the year. And, you know, also, you know, gifts, they're cool. Free gifts, I'll take it anytime. My favorite thing about Christmas in New York is that people actually have a sense of joy about them, regardless of what is happening in the world today. My favorite thing is uh, the tree right right here in Rockefeller Center. My favorite thing about Christmas in New York is ice skating by the Christmas tree. And my favorite thing is just coming down to the city with our friends and seeing all the beautiful decorations the 25 days of Christmas just brings back memories from when I was younger. We come here in the winter, especially during Christmas time because of the cool weather, the breeze, the atmosphere. We're standing right in front of the tree, which we always have to see. And it's magical when you stand between the tree and Saks Fifth Avenue with the angels and you look up and you see the display on the windows of Saks Fifth Avenue. Just the spirit. Everyone out here is having a really good time. Everyone's really happy, and that's the best part of Christmas, just seeing everyone in New York City. My favorite thing about Christmas is being here with all the lights and just being here with friends. It's fun. My favorite thing about the city is um, actually the memories that you make when you're here. New Yorkers and tourists alike can experience a wide range of emotions in the Big Apple during the holiday season, from joy to wonder to romance. Photographer Betsy Pinover Schiff captures all of the magic of New York City at Christmas time in her new book, Tis the Season New York. I recently had the opportunity to chat with her about it. Betsy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Oh, it's a pleasure, George. I'm delighted to be talking to you about Tis the Season New York, my latest book. And tis the season indeed here in New York. Christmas is already in the air in this great city of ours. And Christmas in New York is starting earlier each year. There are so many lights that are already shining. So what inspired you to put this book together? 
Well, there really were two things. One was an event that I spontaneously went to on a free evening called the Winter's Eve Festival that's on the west side near Lincoln Center. I've learned subsequently that it's the largest festival in New York and I believe will take place on December 20, November 26th this year, right after Thanksgiving. I went there not expecting anything much except for a tree lighting. And what I found was just an abundance of happenings from a puppet show or puppeteers, at least, that were parading through the streets, the tree lighting, a klezmer band, um, a jazz band, um, tons of food stands, a fellow doing ice carving, um, and the giant illuminated stars in the Time Warner Center because it goes from the Time Warner Center all the way up to Lincoln Center. So it made me wonder, it really made me wonder, what are all these other things that go on in New York City that are events that I knew absolutely nothing about even though I'm a native New Yorker? The other thing was that at some point two years ago at holiday time, I walked the streets for a couple of evenings. And I was just astounded by the number of illuminated buildings in the city that I had never seen before at Christmas time. And I was also astounded by not only the windows, which are always sort of great, but by the extent of the elaborate decoration. And that was mainly walking along Fifth Avenue. Um, but I noticed it as well on Madison Avenue, and I noticed it as well closer to where I live on Third Avenue. And I began to think, next year, I'm going to really see this city and make a plan during the winter to explore and to be a tourist in my own city. So how did you go about strategizing that? Because you cover all five boroughs in this book, don't you? Yes, I do. And that was really part of the plan, was that it wasn't just going to be the iconic locations, that it was necessary to include those, the Empire State Building, Rockefeller Center, the wonderful angel tree at the Metropolitan, but that that I really wanted to explore the, the whole city. Well, I couldn't do all five boroughs, but I could go to each of them and try to capture um, and to give a sense of at least some special places in each of them. Um, another thing that I was very interested in doing was doing interiors, was photographing interiors. And that meant a lot of advanced planning to get access. Um, in places like the um, Big Apple Circus, which is always here at holiday time, or um, the wonderful Christmas Eve fest um, celebration a ceremony at the Church of the Heavenly Rest, um, or getting into restaurants or bars um, and exploring those to decide which ones um, had special decoration or which ones I would want to include. I wanted also to get a, a, a sense of not just what was rich or affluent, shall we say, but to show a bit of the less fortunate. Um, so I went to the New York Foundling, um, where they were distributing 
gifts, and they actually distribute 6,000 gifts throughout the holiday season. Um, I was interested in showing um, unusual things, like the a fire escape that I came across in the East Village that had um, illuminated wreaths going all the way up. I was also interested in um, the high and the low, from the big and the small, from the towering buildings to the tiny Tiffany windows. And then finally, um, I was interested in having some shots with people um, to show the joy or the sense of celebration or the sense of quietude in the city at holiday time. So that covered a huge range, and I never stopped going. You've captured some very sweet, intimate moments. There is a photo in this book of a child at a Lego store, and the look on his face is just simply precious. Well, thank you for that. Um, I was also, um, there was a wonderful couple. It was a moment, another wonderful moment, I guess, Uh, a couple from out of town at SantaCon, uh, SantaCon being the day that so many people dress up as Santa Claus in New York. And um, their sense of joy and celebration, um, I, I think, was marvelous. There, was, um, um, th- there were close-ups of carolers dressed in Victorian costume along Madison Avenue, and there's a close-up of that, and I think it represents the joy um, of the holiday season. You mentioned capturing a fire escape that was all decked out for the holidays. I think you have more than one fire escape in your book, actually. Fire escapes are quintessentially New York. York. Yes, they are quintessentially New York. And so when I saw those illuminated ones, I was very excited about them. And is that something you just captured walking down a street and you said, wow, look at that. I have to capture that in a photo. Yes, exactly right. So how much of it did you do by foot? Did you ride a double-decker bus? How did you get around mostly? I went around by everything. I Most of it was on foot. Um, but then I went by car. Um, I went by subway, certainly. I went by double-decker bus. I had never taken one like a tourist in New York, and I made sure to sit on the upper deck, even though I was very cold. And then... I thought it was important to take a holiday cruise and did that and found it to be a totally wonderful experience. So what did you see differently on the water? I actually was a bit disappointed with what I saw because what one sees in the summer, I thought maybe I'd see all these illuminated buildings and colorful um, and, and and. colorful illuminated buildings from the cruise boat. But actually, the most fun part of it was the jazz combo that was on the boat, the decoration, the Christmas caroling on the boat, and then the opportunity, of course, to go outside or look through the windows and see the skyline of Manhattan. Did you go back to the place that launched this idea in the first place, the festival at Lincoln Center? No, I didn't because I, I didn't want to give it the time to do that. Um, I had taken some photographs when I was there the year before, and I felt I had so much to cover that 
I, I couldn't afford to go back. As you mentioned, you went to some iconic places in New York City, like Rockefeller Center. New York City is very, very busy during the holiday season. Did that pose any challenges for you, the oh. crowds? Crowds pose endless challenges, especially at those iconic locations. Um, yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> what other challenges did you face in doing this project? One of the, of the challenges was simply accomplishing all the photography and going to all the locations that I wanted to within the period of six weeks, from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Um, another was the night photography, um, because uh, perhaps 75% of the book was shot at night. Um, another thing were, was simply getting the angles that I wanted to get, uh, largely due to crowds, and also due to the fact that one is, is always shooting up, or often shooting up. So to get the right perspective, sometimes it meant going to a, a terrace, or sometimes it meant going back or forward 20 blocks in order to get an angle that would really be worthwhile. I was noticing your artistic eye in some of these photographs. Specifically, there was a photo that I noticed where you were clearly trying to get the reflection of the holiday lights on a car. The lights were reflecting off of a car. Yes, that was fun. That was at Madison Square Garden, and the red and green of the Madison Square Garden decorated uh, decoration was reflected in the in a car that was along the block. Um, there were also reflections of Christmas trees in um, uh, in a couple of rainy rainy day or rainy night pictures. You took a photo at the South Street Seaport that made me see the South Street Seaport in a way that I've never seen it before. It looked so different. How did that appear that made it look so different? Magical, like a postcard. Like it was not New York City at all, even. Well, it was my first time being down there over the holiday time, and I was rather surprised at the, the color and sense of festivity down at the South Street Seaport. What would you say struck you most about the spirit of New York? during the holidays that you witnessed yourself in going from place to place? I think it was primarily the magical quality of and the abundance of lights, of lights, of decoration, of and, and also the contrast between the enormous sense of celebration and festivity and then the quiet that I experienced on streets that didn't really have much in the way of lights and that were, that were quiet and made one pensive and, and the contrast happened often very quickly between a well-lit street that was filled with gardens even that people had decorated um, or Christmas trees in their windows, and then you'd go to a street that had nothing. And I learned also of that sense from the 
president of the 9-11 Memorial and Museum, who when I asked her how she felt, and that is, there's a quote from her in the book, how she feels down at the 9-11 Memorial Museum at Christmas time, it's a much quieter sense of peace and of hope. That individual is one of many notables that you feature in this book. You have quotes from a number of individuals. I do. Others in the book, um, one was, is the former president of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and she makes a wonderful, has a wonderful quote in the book that relates to New York as a place where all traditions are welcome and where all nations participate um, and where there's something for everyone over the holidays. And I thought that was a particularly poignant at this moment. And did you see that yourself, how the holidays just brought people together, regardless of creed? What I felt was that I was always hearing different languages. So if I was in a crowd and I was almost smothered by the crowd, I would just listen for the, for the various languages around me, and it made me feel good. You mentioned that some gardens were decked out for the holidays. Now, gardens are your specialty. You have several books about gardens in New York City. Yes, that is where I have focused most of my energy. Um, when I say gardens, yes, I mean the New York Botanical Garden has its wonderful train show, and um, the other botanical gardens are lit well as well, but I, I was really referring to the front yards of private homes that are often beautifully lit. And one sees that particularly in Brooklyn, at a, in, a, in a special area of Brooklyn, where there's almost a competition between the houses along the blocks that are so incredibly lit by um, uh, incredibly illuminated. I love the chapter titles. You have wonder, you have celebration, you really break them down by those categories. Yes, I didn't feel that it was going to be very meaningful to break it up by private homes or restaurants. I thought that the spirit of the season was more important. And so there really are only four headings um, in the book which break up the images, and as you said, those are wonder, joy, romance, and celebration. All very fitting of New York City during the holidays. You have some wonderful photographs inside churches here in the city. Yes, there are three or four churches that um, are especially beautiful or had wonderful choruses, choirs, I should say, that were, um, or, or in the case of the Church of the Heavenly Rest, there was a um, children's pageant that was in effect at the time, and that's especially wonderful with live animals. So there are so many churches that are wonderful and that have um, all kinds of activities, not only uh, special events, but all day during the holiday season. Um, and there's just such an abundance of activity and event and celebration to be enjoyed in New York and this time of year. It's magical, and I hope that my tour of the city through this book inspires everyone who gets the book or sees the book 
to take their own magical tour of New York. The cover of your book features the giant reindeer. I think they're on 6th Avenue, the illuminated reindeer on 6th Avenue. Yes. Yes, though 6th Avenue um, offers a, a few... In the corporate buildings, 6th Avenue offers a few really wonderful illuminated um, presentations. And I think they're as wonderful as anything that one can see on 5th Avenue, actually. Was there anything that you captured that surprised you most? Yes, I was surprised by several streets that were totally lined with illuminated trees. One of those is the main walkway up at Columbia University. Um, another was East 59th Street by the 59th Street Ed Koch Bridge. How did you get into photography? It's a long story, but my husband went to Guatemala to study Spanish as an attorney, and I joined him and he said, let's retire here. And I thought, my goodness, if I'm going to retire, I need to be doing something that I can travel with. And I, my next job was at the New York Botanical Garden. I decided to leave public relations, but was inspired by the garden, by the flowers, and had always looked at art and thought, I'm going to learn to become a photographer. And so I started later in life, and I've been at it for many, many years. And as we talked about, many books on gardens in New York City, including photos of the New York Botanical Garden. Yes, I've done several books about gardens and landscape architecture, um, and a few of those focusing on New York City. One about Central Park and the landscape of the park, looking down from over 100 windows on all sides of the park. I did the very first book on the gardens of New York City um, with a woman named Mary Jane Poole, who wrote the text at the time, and the foreword was by David Rockefeller. Um, it had 120 gardens in New York, both every type of garden one could possibly imagine. And I've subsequently done three other books on the gardens of New York City. You referenced your book, Windows on Central Park. What an interesting subject that was. You went into people's apartments and you shot Central Park from their windows. All of the books I've done have been about getting access and the challenge of getting access to private homes. Even in this book, um, on New Year's Eve, I went to a private terrace in order to photograph the angle that I wanted um, of the Empire State Building, and I didn't know the people. I met them and went because I heard that they had a terrace that looked directly 30 blocks from the Empire State Building, but look directly at it. So someone who loves a challenge, huh? Someone who loves a challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. When I opened your book, and I mentioned this even before we started this interview, I told you that this book made me feel essentially warm and fuzzy inside. It's a happy book. Are you hearing that from people? I'm hearing that from just about everybody. 
people are feeling dismayed this season, at least here in New York. And I think that the book is about joy. That was the perspective that I treated the subject. It's the sense of joy and celebration that I felt exploring the city and that I wanted to communicate. Any other photos in the book that you would want to point out that really struck you when you captured them? Well, I love a photograph that that shows the lights on 125th Street. 125th Street being home to the Apollo Theater and the Studio Museum. But I shot that from the top deck of a double-decker tour bus. And at that moment, I stood up with my camera when I could see all those lights and, and was able to get a shot that communicated the breadth in the, of, of, of the illumination. Another one, um, perhaps, there were a couple of photographs that I felt were very romantic, um, of a couple holding hands, walking down Madison Avenue in front of the De Beers jeweler, um, and another walking, holding hands along 57th Street by the 18-foot candy canes that hang on the building um, 9 West 57th Street. I, I thought that the photograph taken in Doubles, which is a private club in the Sherry Netherland, showed an extraordinary dessert buffet that they have at holiday time. So I love that picture. And then there's a quieter one of a couple walking in the rain that is surrounded by tree lights for the holiday. And the tree lights are reflected in the puddles as they walk. But there are so many that stand out to me and that I enjoyed shooting. How many photos are in the book in total? Just under 150. And how hard was that for you to choose just what's in the book? I would imagine you have many, many more. Very hard for me to choose. Talk to me more, Betsy, about how different shooting holiday lights, holiday displays in New York City is different from shooting gardens. Well, shooting gardens is mostly done during the day, and much of this book was done at night. Um, In both cases, one is under a lot of pressure, but most photographers are under pressure almost all the time. In this case, um, the pressure was the extent to which I wanted to capture so much just during the course of a mere six weeks. For my garden books, I had anywhere from the four-month summer season to three years to photograph a garden book. Um, But, of course, in gardens, one has the pressure of capturing an an angle with the wind changing and the sun uh, or the rain or whatever the angle is. In both cases, if you're photographing public gardens, then you're having to deal with crowds or somebody who's in the way of what you're trying to shoot. Um, When you're photographing private gardens, well, I'm totally free to roam the garden, whereas here, um, in this case, the space was almost always very limited, um, and I was very restricted um, space-wise. So I think those are among the, in, in both cases, 
it was always an exploration for me and it took an enormous initiative on my part. A lot of scrambling, a lot of advanced planning, um, and being able to get access. How did you decide where to go in the outer boroughs? Well, in a few cases, I had seen lights, just the pretty windows of BAM. In some other cases, I just went. I went to some streets that were well-known in Brooklyn or in, in the Bronx and, and thought I would either capture, um, or see a restaurant or a pub or a street that would just interest me and that would typify the borough. Did you do Diker Heights, which of course is well, Diker very Heights. well known? Yeah, I, I photographed Diker Heights um, and the wonderful houses that are illuminated, and that has become a major tourist attraction in our city. So, what's next for you? I really don't know. <laughs> I wish I could tell you, but in most cases, I don't know what's next. Something wonderful comes up in my mind, and then I decide to pursue it, and there it goes. I guess that's the exciting thing, right? You never know what's going to come. Whatever inspires, right? Whatever next inspires, exactly. Betsy, thanks so much for your time. You're very welcome. That's photographer Betsy Pinover Schiff. Her latest book is Tis the Season New York. More info at BetsyPhotos.com. And that's it for this week's Cityscape. I'm George Bodarki. My thanks to producer Fiona Shea. Happy holidays.